if we're relaxed and we have practiced ways and continue to practice ways of bringing our stress down and dealing with stuff that comes up, we're going to be able to utilize the scenarios that come to us in a way that gives us momentum to actually make a change or make a difference or do things in a different way. Hi, and welcome to the Clarity Cafe. I'm Barb. I'm here with my Clarity sister, Callie. And we're delighted to have all our followers and people who have been commenting and engaging with on social media. We really love hearing from you, and we hope to hear more from you. Shout out and tell us what you think of episodes, what other new topics you might be interested in. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Clarity Cafe Podcast. And let's get on to what we're going to talk about today. So in our last episode, we talked about expectations and how they can suffocate us and the people around us and in our relationships with others. And today we're going to talk more about how we can create from a space of being in a relaxed state, of being in that parasympathetic state versus all of the times when we feel stressed and in a triggered state and start to notice how different the outcome is when we create from that state of relaxation where we have more clarity and more time and space to consider how we're creating. It's such a fun topic because we get to just shift our mindset here on a couple of things. One is we are creating all of the time, whether we're aware of it or not. And so when we put out a certain vibe in the world, we're often going to experience that same vibe back. So we get to look at what are we putting out there? And we talked about this, you know, in communication and in other ways, but let's just think about a time where we found ourselves, you know, creating an environment in work or in other things where our experience of it was not quite what we thought. So when we are super stressed, for example, and maybe we've got a coworker and we go to them and we're like, I'm super stressed. This isn't working. That isn't working. This team over here is not doing their thing or I'm behind or they're behind or whatever it is. <laughs> when we go and do that with one person. Often that person gets super stressed too. They may go to another person at work and kind of offload that ball of stress that we just dumped. And that person may come back to you with that ball of stress, may go to someone else. And before we know it, we've surrounded ourselves in an environment that is stressful. And unintentionally in this example, we have created a stressful environment, not even being aware that that's something that we're doing. So this is the fun episode to dive in and discover how two things. One, we can create and be conscious about that and two, become aware of when we're creating and we're not conscious of it and it's maybe creating some things that's not so fun in our lives. The image I was seeing as you were speaking about how that can multiply, force multiply within an organization or within a family where one person says something to one person and then it starts to filter out. It made me think of those kind of gigantic string balls you see sometimes in the Midwest where it'll be like the big ball of string that's in the middle of Kansas or something where you've just kept rolling and rolling and the thing gets way bigger than your intention was or that it even deserved. And now the unwinding of that 
becomes so much more effort. So the topic of being able to create from a relaxed state rather than to create things that are going to keep creating more stress is really simplifies things for us on many levels and will save us lots of time and lots of recriminations, those times where, well, I kind of wish I hadn't said that because now I've got to go talk to this other person about it and this other person about it. And I think I noticed that particularly in uh, the work environment where there's just a tendency, uh, people are working hard and they feel stressed. And so they'll share it with someone and then with someone else. And what I try to coach people and myself, because coaching for other people is always coaching for oneself, uh, is if you have a complaint or something to to uh, an improvement that might be made, try to figure out who are the people or the person who could be most effective at helping accomplish that. And that might not be kind of your best friend at work or somebody who's it's just convenient to say it to. So part of being able to distinguish, you know, and come from a relaxed state is, oh, I'm going to speak the facts of this and what I need and what I think the organization needs, but I'm going to be speaking it to the person that has the perspective and potentially the authority and power to be able to make that change. Does that make sense, Callie, if when I'm talking about that concept of going to the people that can do something about your problem versus just help you commiserate? You said a couple of really great little gems there that I want to go back to. Yes. Okay. So what do I do with things when I'm super stressed out at work and I need to see some change? You know, sometimes we're the people that have the authority or the need to change. Sometimes we have to do that in partnership with other people or in leadership, going to leadership and asking them to make the change. And when we do that in a neutral way, in a, you know, here's what I observe, here's the effect of what I observed, and here's my proposed solution. That can be a really great way to communicate what we're experiencing, what we see, and what we need or propose to have done. So that's a great thing. So we can set that piece aside of like, well, what would I do with it? But let's back up a little bit even further and say, you know, when we think about how you use that term force multiply, how, you know, we are creating this environment without realizing it. I, I have had students say to me, well, Callie, I, I'm ready to calm down in my life. I'm ready to not have stress at work or at home, but everybody around me stresses, not me. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, earnestly they're saying these words and they truly believe them. And that's fantastic to at least have the, knowledge that people around oneself are stressed. And it may be that you're not stressed and everybody else is stressed. Or it might be that sometimes we have a habit of going around to other people and barfing up our stress on them and we feel relieved and then they've got this ball of stress in their space and they don't know what to do with it. So then it, you know, it comes out of them to get them, you know, to get it out of their space. It may go on to other people in the family or in the work environment, or it may come back at you, uh, or they may hold, try to hold it and try to process it. And then it ends up really eating them up or coming out in other ways. So just, you know, neutrally observed that some of us might be feeling a little like stressy right now or like, oh, I don't do that. Or, oh, crap, I do do that. So just, you know, observe what comes up for you when we talk about this. And rather than judge or blame yourself or others, just observe 
your environment, how you interact with your environment, and maybe start to recognize some patterns that may be there, whether it's work or friends or your home life, your family life. Just see how you may be creating some of these scenarios. Or maybe for some of us, we also have people in our lives that we won't go as far as say toxic, but they're not very skilled at dealing with their emotions. So they might be doing that to us as well. They get stressed, they come and barf on us. And then what do we do when we get that ball of energy? And we do talk about, uh, we have that mindset course, Intro to Mindset Shifting is just a lovely course that teaches you the basics of how to kind of have a little bit more boundaries, how to recognize your own energy or when you've picked up someone else's emotions and how to move those out. So you you get more of a dive in there on our website. You can click and find some different tools and different courses specifically how to clear that out. But first part is really recognizing those patterns. Yes, it's so valuable to see those patterns and then also say, oh, I wonder what tools have gained from taking, say, the mindset course. It's important to practice these tools so that you can use them and kind of catch yourself. And the mindset tools are great if you are in a moment of rest and relax and you're able to practice your meditation, then remembering how those tools, as you start to strengthen that muscle, you can bring it into the times when you're not so relaxed. Maybe it's a more triggering thing. And I believe we all lead such fast-paced lives, and it's easy for us to lose track of that groundedness, that being in the center of our head and being able to take a couple breaths. And so as we move through the day, you know, a good practice for after you've listened to this podcast would be to take the next few days and notice, first of all, just have the awareness, as we always discuss, awareness is the first part of being able to um, upgrade. So you see how aware you are of when you're coming into a conversation a bit triggered and maybe how that ripples out into maybe not the optimum outcome. And then try, oh, I feel myself a little triggered. What if I go so take a second, take a couple of breaths, um, ground myself, get back to the center of my head. You know, all those little tools that are connected to how our, we go into this sympathetic overdrive of, of stress and triggers and bring ourselves back to that relaxed state and then see what the difference is that we create there. It can be very, very simple things. You could test, you know, be in one state one day and another state the other day because you have the power to do that. I think one of the things we forget is how powerful we are in being able to control that rather than feel like, oh, I couldn't get my computer to work and then I had to drop something off on the way to work and there was too many stoplights and I got a little, you know, and those those little things start to, uh, again, become a giant ball of yarn the, of frustration. Uh, and then when we come into a situation, we bring some of that in. So this is a little bit about if you can all along the way, keep yourself in that relaxed state. And even if you can't, see if you can, you know, let go of that baggage before you go into an interaction. So we come back to the sort of leave your baggage at the door and all of the tools that we can get in the mindset course and in our general practices, whether it's yoga or breathing or qigong and meditation, those things that we can bring into the way that we make our requests in life. 
So it's like a habit, right? What I'm hearing is it's a habit we practice or we it's, it's something new for some of us that we practice until it becomes a habit to keep our state in a wellness state. You know, fighters and especially in martial arts, one of the things you learn first, one of the things I learned first was it's so amazing. You really want to have a very relaxed body in order to make a move. You don't want to be tense and tightened up and then ready to strike, you actually, and especially what I love with Aikido, you you want to be relaxed and watching your opponent. And as they come to you with whatever move they're going to come, you're going to utilize that move and take their momentum and, and use it to your advantage. So if we think about those principles and we take it back to our lives, if we're relaxed and we have practiced ways and continue to practice ways of bringing our stress down and dealing with stuff that comes up, we're going to be able to utilize the scenarios that come to us in a way that gives us momentum and leverage and advantage. And I don't mean advantage over people. I mean advantage of the momentum or the change or the challenge to actually make a change or make a difference or do things in a different way. And also, The other piece of that is the observation. So in Aikido, if you are totally wrapped up in yourself, in your body, and you're tense, and you're like, oh, bring it to me. Let's go. Let's fight. Um, What happens is your opponent's going to make a move, and you're kind of going to miss it because you're not watching and observing that opponent. You're not watching their telegraphing of their body, telling you what their move is going to be. So you can't anticipate that. Now, I'm not saying you're fighting everybody around you, but more I love those principles because they can be applied to life in that when we are in a more calm state and chill state and we are observing the people around us, we can respond better. So when someone is having a hard time around us, rather than us getting all tense and like, I'm going to fix this or or I'm not going to fix this, depending on if it's directed at us or not, or this is your fault or not, you know, getting into all that noise, we're able to go, oh, this person is really hurting. I'm going to be or scared or stressed or, you know, whatever it is, I'm going to be present and I'm going to respond authentically to what's coming at me. And I don't necessarily need to fight. I may be able to, one of the beautiful things in fencing when I was learning fencing is, you can just step out of the way and let that momentum go by. It doesn't actually have to hit you. Um, uh, you it's called a, a parry. So you actually move the sword that's coming at you just slightly. It's a very slight, quick move. And then that uh, momentum goes right by. And sometimes people just need to experience their emotions and they may not be very skilled at it. Um, we don't have to just stand in the middle of the way and let it hit us. We can actually step aside and go, wow, you know, this person's had a stressful day at work or whatever conversation, and I can just be present for them and just listen. I don't have to respond. I don't have to fix it. I don't have to do anything. And that helps me keep my chill and it helps them get back to their chill. Exactly. I think that's a great point, which is that a lot of times we have the, I think many of us who want to be helpful to people think uh, we can fix situations. And that's not what people need a lot of the time. They just need to be heard. And whatever's happening, you know, kind of let it settle, let it go down to the vortex so that they can kind of come back to their clarity. And so sometimes the best thing we can do for them is to not jump in and engage, but rather to direct that back into their space and and be able to hold 
a grounded, calm space and the implications of that for all the rest of the interactions of both our day and their day uh, could be profound. So again, that sort of the more we practice being able to be in that space ourselves, I think it it has a definitely has an effect on the other people around us. And, you know, I catch myself sometimes hearing something if I'm at the office and I'll hear something out in the hall and I'll be like, oh, I know the answer to that. And then and I used to always just just emotionally satisfying just to jump out and solve it. And now my attitude is more like, OK, my goal is to not have to solve every single thing. I'm going to see if those folks can make that happen. Uh, and if I don't get in the middle of it, most of the time it comes out great. And every once in a while, then I end up having to help. But but again, I'm giving other people a chance to kind of work through their stuff by staying by staying out of the drama and uh, staying in a relaxed state. So there you have it. We want to hear on Facebook and Insta. Tell us about your new responses and practicing a way to be more neutral and maybe a time when uh, you took this tool or a piece of this podcast and you applied it and what the outcome was. So share that. Look for our posts on this particular episode. And for those of you who haven't joined the conversation on social, get in there. Check out our Clarity fam. We're having so much fun and we want you to be a part of it. And uh, this podcast is supported by people like you who like and subscribe to both our social channels and also this podcast. And that will make sure you won't miss another episode. So please take a time to do that and leave us a review. That also helps get the word out about our Clarity Cafe. As with anything, we want you to take what works, leave what doesn't, and share with us and share with people around you. If there is something that's working, we want to hear about it. And often it's really nice to bring a little gem or a little tool or a little something to the people around you that might help make their lives better as well. On our next episode, we're going to be exploring sleep and the ritual of sleep and how to get a better sleep because it is a practice in itself. So stay tuned. And until next time, be well. Be well.